Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Greetings and welcome to the daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. All the information and entertainment you need for week seven in the National Football League. Jason Smith alongside the Admiral, Akbar Bajabiamila, Adam Rank, Molly Karam, and Michael Fabiano will have all the big breakdown of Thursday Night Football, the big news and injury reports you need. Hey, another appearance by the Starters Club. Some deep sleepers on the waiver wire and some big starts and sits for you. Get ready. It's fantasy dominance coming right at you. An NFC West matchup tonight here right on NFL Network. Seahawks and Cardinals dueling in the desert. Gentlemen, do you see big things for the Legion of Boom? I don't, unless the bizarro Sherman's playing again. See what I did there? Legion I of, do. Legion of Boom. No, I, I, I do see that, but I actually like the Seahawks defense quite a bit tonight. I'm more worried about the offensive players in this contest. Sands, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald's a tough one. Classic litmus test for the cards to see if they're contenders or pretenders in the NFC West. Let's get into our Thursday night preview with Jason and Akbar. Thanks a lot, guys. Thursday night football, the Seahawks and the Cardinals from the desert. Jason Smith and the Admiral, Akbar Bajabiamila. Let's take a look at the practice report for these two teams and see where the various health is heading into tonight's game. Marshawn Lynch is probably, you've heard earlier today, he will play, as will Zach Miller. Bobby Wagner is out for the Cardinals. Fitzgerald is probable. That's good news if you have him, but can you start him? Tell you what, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. But first, as you know, the Cardinals play under a retractable roof, but it sounds like the weather will be perfect in the desert tonight. For more, we go to our resident meteorologist, Jim Kosick of ABC4 in Salt Lake City. Jim? Weather's a yawner, Jason, in this one here. The storm track is well off to the north and east, so what's it all mean, regardless of the clear skies as we head to the land of the sun? Well, it's a nighttime game, and when you're looking at kickoff, outside, if you're a late arrival... 80 degrees. That's beach weather for crying out loud. Ah, but listen, while most games, even as we head on into Sunday, are going to be fine, eh, there's a couple sticking points. Moisture down along the Gulf Coast heads to Florida, so the Finns, Jags, 
Watch out. Another storm system out of Canada rolls toward the Bay of Green. So pack attack. A little H2O. Hey, it's too early for snow, but we'll break it down for you over the next 24 hours. I can't wait, guys. How about you? Neither can I, Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I love beach Jim Kosick. Yeah, beach, beach weather. weather. I yeah. like that. I like the big beach yeah. ball, too. All right. All right, now we're going to take a look at some guys who passed the Thursday night test. Players you are playing no matter what, because it's tough on Thursday night if you play a guy to stare at a big donut in your lineup for the next couple of days, unless it's an actual real donut. But Marshawn Lynch, of course, him and the Seahawks defense, they pass your test tonight. Marshawn Lynch, what do you expect out of him tonight, Doc? Well, I'm expecting somewhere about 13 points for him. And you say, well, why 13 points? It's not a very big game, but when you look at Marshawn Lynch and his production, he's had fewer than 90 yards in four road career road games against the Cardinals plus one touchdown in that span and you say well why is that well of course you're getting out of your rhythm because you're going on the road he's facing something else a short week going through a little hip injury so I'm not expecting to see the same type of beast mode guy but where he will get a lot of production of course is in the red zone all right, Russell Wilson, I'm starting tonight. Last three weeks, he's got the sixth most rushing yards in the NFL. Not for quarterbacks, sixth most rushing yards overall. He's had great fantasy weeks, three of the last four. And in the last month, he's seventh overall in fantasy points, number six for quarterbacks. So you're talking about Russell Wilson now being a top five, top six QB over the last few weeks. He's got a nice matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. The rushing yards is what saves you. When you can add six points, suddenly a bad 12-point night becomes an 18-point night. I'm going to say start Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's been a saving grace, his ability to rush. Now, how about Larry Fitzgerald? You know, I like this matchup here now. I mean, yes, I really? know he's going Fitzgerald up against... Fitzgerald against yes, the Legion of Boom. Yeah, that's right, Legion of Boom. Now, you're not expecting big game because he's all of a sudden, he's hampering, he's got this hamstring thing going on, the right, the left. So I'm not expecting anything big, but 9.4 points is pretty big for Larry Fitzgerald because who else are you going to have out there? If you have Larry Fitzgerald on your roster, chances are you probably got some other subpar wide receivers, and those guys haven't really been performing well. So I'm going to take my chance. And remember, T.Y. Hilton lit this defense up, so it's not like these guys can't be played against. All right, Andre Ellington is someone I love, Akbar. I love what he's done. I love his future. I don't love him tonight. I can't start him against the Seattle Seahawks. I feel you. Not on a Thursday night. It's too hard. Look, he's starting to seize the starting job from Rashard Mendenhall, who can't carry the ball for more than two yards a carry. Ellington's more explosive. He gets into the end zone. He's starting to be that guy. I just can't trust him tonight. I I don't trust him either. I I think he's going to get a little bit of production in the passing game. Of course, we know Wagner's out. That's that linebacker. So when they start throwing him the ball out out of the backfield, they're going to lose a little bit of speed there. But I think... I think when you look at it overall, I like, uh, you know, Ellington, but he's just not going to have a big game. I can't play him. He's not touching my roster. That's why I'm 5-1. and one. I just hum- A <laughs> little humble brag there. A little humble brag. Not humble at all. That wasn't really <laughs> humble. Let's take a look at our Cardinals projections. And surprise, surprise, yes, 9.4 fantasy points for Larry Fitzgerald. How come you keep picking 9.4? I, 9. Wonder, 4, I, wonder why. Know, I didn't wear number 94, but, I mean, this is the number that <laughs> – well, actually, I did wear 94, but I like that number. I think it's a solid number. That shows you just right there close to number 10, almost getting you double digits there. None of us projecting the Cardinals for big nights fantasy-wise. You can stay away from most of their players. Let's take a look at the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is someone. 12, you want to add six more fantasy points to that? Running the football suddenly? That's a pretty good night. He Marshall did that last Lynch, week. Yards. Yeah, and, and the defense. Obviously, the de- you're starting the Seahawks defense unless they're playing against a team like the Saints. There's no such thing as a must-start defense, but the D pretty much every week. Absolutely. This is a defense that's getting after it, not only up front with the guys like Brandon Meebang and those guys, but the secondary in every single level. Defensive line, linebacker, and secondary. All right, so guys, Marshawn Lynch, Seahawks D, no-brainers there. Start him if you got him. The other ones, as Walter White would say, tread lightly. Now let's get into the latest headlines from around the league. 
Thank you, guys. And let's give you the uh, fantasy perspective here on those headlines. We pick it up in the city of brotherly love. Big news today from Philadelphia. Quarterback Michael Vick says he will not play this weekend against the Cowboys. Nick Foles will start in his place. Guys, how confident are you in starting Nick Foles this week? Very confident. I got him as one of my top ten quarterbacks going into this week. So if you're in need of a quarterback, I say you start him. Start him over Tom Brady. Start him over Colin Kaepernick. Start him over Russell Wilson. He's a very good play. The Cowboys have given up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks on the road this season. Uh, from one backup quarterback to another, Case Keenum will start in place of Matt Schaub this week. What does this mean for the Texans' offense from a fantasy perspective? It means they're going to run the ball a lot, a whole lot, which is good news for Arian Foster. The bad news is that the Chiefs are a really good defense. So the biggest fantasy impact here? Andre Johnson, because even bigger risk in this contest, the Chiefs have been really tough against wide receivers, especially on their home field. The Chiefs' defense, they could score 20 fantasy points this weekend. Yeah, I'm betching a lot of those Texans starters. I guess Arian Foster would be the only one that I would play begrudgingly. But, yeah, Dre Johnson, he's been a disappointment for a long time. Hasn't scored a touchdown in eight consecutive games, so leave him on the bench. Let's get to the backfield now. Bills running back C.J. Spiller says his ankle is, quote, definitely healing, and he does not foresee the injury lingering through November. The injury hasn't caused him to miss any games, but he hasn't been the running back many expected when they drafted him. Adam, are you sensing a pattern with C.J. here? A little bit. It seems like every year we get really excited about him, and then Fred Jackson comes on, then Fred Jackson gets hurt, and then C.J. Spiller finishes well, and the next year we go into it going like, oh, my gosh, everybody's going to draft C.J. Spiller, so hopefully he will come through. In Minnesota, Vikings head coach Leslie Frazier announced Wednesday that newly acquired quarterback Josh Freeman will start against the Giants on Monday night. This week, he struggled with the Bucks earlier this season. Any reason to think he'll turn it around in the land of a thousand likes? This is a great matchup, and the Giants' pass defense has been terrible. Does that mean I'm starting Josh Freeman? Not unless I'm in a 2QB league, but I would watch and see how he performs. Good weapons there with Greg Jennings and Kyle Rudolph and Jerome Simpson, of course, Adrian Peterson. This is kind of a litmus test game for me from a fantasy perspective for Josh Freeman. Yeah, he's a, he's a crazy start. I like, I like him with a chip on his shoulder because he knows if he plays well, he gets Greg Schiano fired down in Tampa Bay. So I kind of like a guy who's got that kind of – he's got a great matchup. He's got a reason to play well. If you need a quarterback so – spite. He likes for crazy. Spite. He went yeah. Mike Lennon. Yes, exactly. This is the this thing. This is like, Monday night football, though, prime time. I know. I like it. You a little nervous? No. I'd rather have Eli Manning this week. I think he's going to no, put see, up some points. I, I would rather go Josh Freeman there. Eli getting some love for the first time this season. Meanwhile, still to come, his big brother Peyton Manning returns to Indy this Sunday. Will he continue his historic pace or will the Colts spoil his homecoming? We're previewing the weekend's biggest matchup just ahead. Plus, our resident scout Bucky Brooks takes us inside the numbers to preview why Eddie Lacy will put up big numbers in Week 7. NFL Fantasy Live is back right after this. Time now for Who's Got the Better Lineup, presented by Head & Shoulders. This week, we have our own Molly Karam and Akbar Baja Biamila facing off in our NFL.com Experts League. And a bit of a different week, because usually Akbar is like, you're going down, he's yelling at people. This week, it's, oh, well, Molly, best of luck this week. I <laughs> Very nice. We'll see about that. Well, I don't want to mess up your fragile team. You do have Peyton Manning, which is fragile. good. Which is good, yeah. I'm 5-1, and one, just in case you don't know. Simmer down now. Yeah, okay, we'll see. Let's see these lineups. All right, let's take a look at the rosters. I've already made my predictions for a few positions 
in terms of which of you has a stronger quarterback, running back, and tight end. Take a look here. I give Akbar the edge at running back with Peterson and Bush. Molly has the big edge with Peyton Manning. I'll go Reggie Wayne over Steve Smith, Antonio Gates over Greg Olson, Goskowski over Matt Bryant, and the Bears defense slightly over the 49ers because of the Bears' propensity slightly. to force turnovers that go for six points. Now, you can submit your lineup for comparison at NFL.com slash genius, but a couple of positions out there we're still waiting to see. One of your wideout slots and your flex spot. So, I'll let each of you make your case for who you think has the advantage here, Molly. You can start with Victor Cruz going up against A.J. Green. Okay, here it is. So, the Giants, as much as it pains me to say they've been absolutely terrible, but he's produced every single week, and there's no reason he won't against the Vikings. Four TDs this season. And as for A.J. Green, the number of games with eight or more catches this season, Akbar, zero. What's his touchdown total? Two. So you're focused more on my guy. See, I'm focused on my team. And when I focus on my team, I'm looking at A.J. Green. I'm thinking now this is a great opportunity for him to continue to emerge from his little mini slump. Yes, he did. And you can pick on him. But what did he go out and do last week? He went out and got six catches for 103 yards and a touchdown. He was balling. And that's what he's going to continue to do. He's going to do that against your team. Your team won't have a chance. And I look at this secondary that they're going up against for the Detroit Lions. Uh, not so good. They're the 21st ranked defense and pa- uh, passing allowed. I don't know that they have a chance against this big frame guy. I don't know if you've seen him before. He's like really tall. He's got a quarterback that can now find him in the end zone like this and he does this kind of thing. You ever seen this right here? This is a catch yeah. right here. This just in, the yeah. Vikings aren't very good. Okay, well, well, okay. Okay, Molly, ready? Knock, knock. Who's there? Owen. Owen who? Owen Six. I'm going to go with Oh! I'm going with A.J. Green. It's close. I think Victor Cruz can have a big night on, on oh, Monday night. I do. But A.J. Green is someone his look, his production has gone up the last four weeks. The Lions defense is not as good against the past last month or so. So I'm giving the advantage to A.J. Green. Now we have Frank Gore against Wes Welker Ooh. at the flex. Molly, Frank Gore, who's been very hot lately. I don't even want to talk to you. No knock-knock jokes. <laughs> I thought we were boys. All right? All right, let's talk about Frank Gore. Yeah, he's one of the most reliable backs in the NFL. TDs in two of the last three games. 100 yards in two of the last three games. I call him money in the flex spot. I know you have Wes Welker, uh-huh. right? I know people get excited about him. I know he has great touchdown production. If the Colts keep him out of the end zone, he's kind of ordinary. You know, I was so long time ago by, by my mother and father not to get loud with the woman, but I've got to get loud here. Oh, you boy. know why? Because Peyton Manning is defensive? coming back to his town. You don't right? need to get loud because you're nervous. Not only is he coming back to his town, but he's coming and he's going to be playing at the highest level of festivity after all the stuff that Israel had to say about him. And who's he going to be looking for? Wes Welker. Wes Welker leads all wide receiver. That's all A-L-L and not detergent. I don't need to be loud yes, to be heard. Yeah, I'm just, look, I'm saying that he's got eight touchdowns. He's going to be balling. He's the red zone target. Wes Walker is the man. He is money, not my old workout partner, Frank Gore. All can right. we save this tape for next week? Absolutely yes. we can, can save it. Can we rewind this? You uh-huh. will lose. I'm going to give the slight advantage to Wes Welker. I think Gore's in for a big week. He's been playing very well, but this is one of those weeks where Peyton Manning's going to be up 49-13 and say, oh, you think this is enough? You want to go to Andrew? How about I throw another long touchdown against yeah, you? Right. He can throw eight this week. There's the, the, pro, the possibility for a ton of fantasy points in this game, and Welker certainly can get in the end zone at least a couple of times in this one. Listen, I'm not helping you get into the starters club later. Uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> That was who's got the better lineup presented by Head and Shoulders. My knock-knock joke went a long way. Time now to go inside the numbers with Bucky Brooks' scouts take. What do you have for us, Buck? 
Thanks, Jason. When you're looking for matchups in fantasy, as a scout, I'm always looking for guys who have favorable matchups this week. So we're going to go to the XO board and make sure we get you someone that can be a big player for you this week. First guy is Eddie Lacy from Green Bay. Here we're going to take a look at him versus the Baltimore Ravens. Here in his dot tailback position, second-round pick out of Alabama is the big physical force that the Green Bay Packers have won. You can see him take the toss. But look, going to the front side, this is a zone concept. We see everyone get a hat on a hat on the front line. His job is to read the flow of the defense and find the backside alley. He sees Chris Canty sneaking to the front side. He's looking to hit the backside B-gap. Jermichael Finley's coming over to cut that end. There's a huge alley right in that B-gap. He's going to find it. And once he weaves through, because of his speed, his quickness, his acceleration, this is going to be a big play for the Green Bay Packers. Let it run. There we go, Eddie Lacy. This is what the Green Bay Packers wanted when they draft him in the second round because he can give balance to their offense. As everyone comes in, the Cleveland Browns particularly, thinking about stopping Aaron Rodgers, it's critical that they're able to run the football with Eddie Lacy. Here we're going to see a weak side zone running play going against the movement of the Baltimore Ravens defense. It's about Eddie Lacy finding a hole. If he can get that, that soft comfort zone with the offensive line up front, he can get to the second level. Let's watch it unfold. See the guard will come off, cut off that inside linebacker, makes him go through. Eddie Lacy scoots through. 19-yard gain for the Green Bay Packers. Guy had back-to-back, close to 100-yard games. Now, Aaron Foster should have a great matchup this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. They're one of the lowest-rated teams against the run. However, I believe this is a great matchup for the Chiefs this week because two young quarterbacks could play T.J. Yates or Case Keenum. Four Pro Bowlers, Justin Houston, Tom Lee, Derek Johnson. We're going to see a Mike B blitz come. Derek Johnson loops around. Look at Justin Forsett. He sees Eric Berry coming through the B-gap, creates an alley for Derek Johnson to get through the hole. Gets a little benefit from his defensive tackle doing a great job of holding on to the guard so he can't come off. Forces Blaine Gabbard up into the pocket. Love to see this as a defender. Eric Berry, Terry Poe chases him down. Two Pro Bowl caliber guys. This defense hunts. They will not allow Aaron Foster to get loose. They can force a lot of problems for that young quarterback. Here, Tony Romo, Dallas Cowboys. He sees the blitz coming. What he thinks is the blitz. They drop out, forces the ball to the check down. Aaron Foster catches a lot of these. But the problem against the Kansas City Chiefs, they run to the ball. And when they run to the ball, they knock the ball out. We get a fumble. Eric Berry scoops it, takes it back to the other territory. These are the kind of plays that the Kansas City Chiefs have made throughout the year. And it's one of the reasons why I think Aaron Foster will be a bad play against the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're looking for someone who could be a surprise this week, maybe Giovanni Bernard against the Detroit Lions. I like that matchup. All right, thanks a lot, Buck. Great stuff as always. Coming up, our top waiver wire targets of the week, plus a few deep sleepers that could be the difference between a win and a loss for your fantasy team this week. And Panthers wideout Brandon LaFell joins us live. See what he thinks of his coach's new mindset and what it means for your team. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Tuesday, Pat Summerall is the standard in broadcasting, but his demons almost denied the world his gift. A story of redemption and a voice etched in time. Pat Summerall of Football Life, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Welcome to the Starters Club, the exclusive fantasy nightlife destination. Your bench has some pretty good-looking players, but are they Starters Club material? Well, we'll see if they have what it takes to get past Mr. IDP and me, Dieter, the fantasy bouncers. Who's next? Step up, please. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Steven Ridley. All right. New England Patriots running back. Hey, you know what? 
this season I haven't been as good as I was last year, but guess what? Last week, had a big game, couple of touchdowns, over 20 fantasy points. I'm playing the Jets this week. I'm going to do the same thing I did to them last year. 97 yards and a touchdown. How about letting me in here? Man, I haven't seen this guy for a while, but like he said, it's been about five weeks. Yeah, but he did show up last week. I did. You know, he's a late add. Uh, Belichick just added him to the list. He added him? Yeah, he added him. He's uh, look, Belichick's crying. Belichick's trying to get in a lot of running backs. Yeah, he's in the back. This is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy. Let him. Yeah, 23 points. He had him. All right. Make sure to make. Thank you. I appreciate that. Frisco, though. Make sure he's got a handle on that. Oh, wait. Hey. I hey, see, see, hey. See, look, look. You can't hold on to the ball. Fresh, get out. Man. Come on, get out of here, Ow. man. Oh, wait. I'm trying to be fresh. What about 23 my football? points are going to get you in here, man. Oh. man hold on to the ball. David Wilson tried to try play to that see. stuff, too. Yeah, trying to sneak Who's next? In here too. Hey, guys. I'm all Sean Jeffrey. First of all, look how bad I look. I mean, that's pretty cool. Secondly, I know last week was a bad week, but it was a short week. Two weeks before that, I was the number one fantasy receiver in the game. I'm getting more targets from Jay Cutler. Eight-plus targets a week. you got to let me in. That was two weeks ago, bro. we we got to be be a little strict here. Well, you know, I like this guy. You know, we don't have a lot of wide receivers after some of your top wide receivers. Mm -hmm. I said we let this guy in. Uh, He's going up against the Redskins here. Redskins secondary is like, eh, eh. I like that matchup. Yeah, I like that. Let him in? Yeah, let him in. All right. Yeah, he's good. All right. All right, he's good cool. people. He's good people. I get in? Yeah. You're All in right. I'll give you 80 yards and a touchdown this week. All right. Hey, make sure, a touchdown, hey, make I sure promise. when you see Lane Kiffin in there, tell him uh, who's pumping gas now. All right, All right you guys. Right. I won't let you guys down. I promise. Next, please. IDs. What's up, guys? What's I'm Keenan Allen. All right. Play for the Chargers. Yeah. I beat fantasy Hall of Famers every week. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers' go-to guy. If I'm not mistaken, I think you were here last week. Yeah, I was here uh, last week. Obviously, hashtag winning. Yes, <laughs> winning for my fantasy team. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, come in. on. Yeah. This hey, is uh, Mr. Allen. Hey, look, you you're, you're going to be a regular here, especially. We've got the uh, Jaguar table right off to the left. Oh, the thank you so much. Bottles VIP. on the ice. 76 oh, no, no. yards in a TD for oh, sure no, no. for both of you. Hey, good status hey, right there. appreciate you. Yeah. VIP. I like the projections. Yeah, that's good projections. Yeah, we're looking at about 80 yards. Hey, guys, what's going on? We're talking here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm Joey Randall. I'm the new starting running back for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry. What's your name? Joe Randall. I never heard of you. Really? Joe Randall, man. No, rookie? Joe, tell me who you are. I'm playing for the Dallas Cowboys. I am the starting running back for the Cowboys this week with DeMarco Murray out. And I'm playing the Eagles, all right? I'll give you guys 84 yards and a touchdown. Come on, man. Let me in. I'm starting running back. What's your middle name? Akbar. No, that's not Akbar your middle name. Akbar is your middle name? Yeah, yeah, Joseph and Akbar doesn't go together. Well, my parents are... Get out of no. here, man. What happened? No, you don't even know what your middle name. What happened Dunbar? Huh? Huh? Sorry, bro. Get out Come of here. Come on, man. Yeah, well, He's off in an hour. Come back. I'll let you in. Yeah, that guy trying to get yeah, in He has there. no credibility. How dare he? No credibility. That's, hey, come back when you get some credentials. Oh, hello. Jeez, you look a little young. Hey, listen. I'm Check quarterback of the Eagles. A lot of people thought I'd be parking cars this week, mm-hmm. but with the main guy out... I have another chance to prove I'm the man. Did you see me Monday night? I had a coming out party on Monday night football. Give me your projection. Nick Foles. Um, I'm going to say 325 yards, house three TDs. Oh, I love that. Here's the problem, though, is we got, we got like 10 quarterbacks already. We got, we can't have too many. I'm the future. You're the future. But if we let you in, we have to kick somebody out. You see our problem here is that we have to. We have to, you Listen, know. Listen, Cap's a good Get, get Cap out of here. You were Super yeah, Bowl yeah. last year. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not the like a commercial. Get out of here, man. Oh, yeah, you want some of this? In- what? You want? You- get out of here. 
Oh, yeah, now he runs. We've been waiting for that all year. Yeah, can't run. Can't now run to runs. get a touchdown for nothing. All right, let's take a look at the guys that we let in and the guys we kept out of the Starters Club. Nick Foles, Jeffrey, Keenan Allen, all in. Steven Ridley, Joseph Randall, Colin Kaepernick. Joseph Randall. Now, we might have differed on this one a little bit. Why don't you like Randall this week? You know what? It's just that he's a young guy. He doesn't have anything out there yet. I have to see his resume before I'm going to take a chance and put him on my on my starting lineup. You, you got to do something for me first. Yeah, if you have any more questions, if you want to ask us, you know, should this guy be in or out, use the hashtag Starters Club. We can answer your questions all week. It's just not a one. It's not just on Thursday. We can do it all week. All right. Every week. Still to come, we're making our picks for a few players that might be surprise top dogs of week seven. We're helping you win a million bucks. A million. Stick around. Peyton Manning and the Broncos march into Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis on Sunday night in a showdown that has fantasy owners drooling. Will Manning continue to reign supreme in 2013? Our Colts-Broncos preview is just ahead. Want to take home a cool million bucks? It'll take skill, cunning, and more than a bit of good luck. And our sneaky good perfect challenge picks will help get you set. Plus, Panthers wideout Brandon LaFell is sitting down in just a few seconds. See why he's optimistic about the Carolina offense. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back to the show. Speaking of Mr. LaFell right now, Michael Fabiano standing by with him on our field. Fabs? All right. Thanks, Smith. Now, Brandon, let's talk about your head coach, Ron Rivera, who recently said he wants to be more aggressive on offense. You guys scored 35 points last week. Uh, Not a coincidence that you guys put up a big number with Rivera now wanting to be more aggressive? Oh, man, not at all, man. We just came out there last week and we put our best foot forward. And every time we got the ball, we try to try to get points off of it. Like the previous week against Arizona, when we got down there, you know, turn the ball over on four downs and did have a turnover. So going into this one last week against the Vikings, you know, coach always he always preached finishing and that's what we did. Now, Cam Newton has had a history of starting off slowly, then he picks things up. Last week had a huge game, over 30 fantasy points. Is this what we can expect from Cam here on out? Yeah, man, the best is yet to come from this young guy, man. People don't realize this is third year in the league, and every season, you know, we start off slow, but as the season goes, we get better and better. You know, we, we finally, we're we starting to click now, and hopefully we continue to click through the rest of the season so we continue to put up points and hey, make your fantasy owners happy. Oh, man, we like to hear that. Now, your teammate, Jonathan Stewart, he's eligible to come off the PUP list, but reports right now saying that he's not going to be active for week seven. Have you seen him at practice? Do you think he's close? When are we going to see Jonathan Stewart back on the football field? Well, he haven't practiced yet, but he's on. We on one field. He's always on the other doing his speed improvement work, all his drills. But, man, he, in my eyes, he like he's ready to go. But I think he probably need a week of practice under his belt first before you get back out there in live action because you got, you got to look at it. The guy haven't played ball really in, in, in almost a year, so probably get a week under his belt of practice before we put him back on the field. Now, your defense has really improved this season. What do you think has been the main cause or causes for this improvement in that defensive line? Um, I think competition. You know, between Greg Hardy and Charles Johnson, you know, all the competition, who's going to get more sacks this year and stuff like that, and it's just bringing the best out of both of those guys. And then you got the young guy, Star, the new addition, you know, that D-line is, is, is really a strong point of our defense, and those guys are playing light side every week. Yeah, well, now let's finish off with the one last question. Now, you've had three touchdowns in your last three games, so the name Brandon LaFell is resonating from a fantasy perspective. You're playing the Rams this week. Now, you remember the Rams are the team that you scored your first touchdown against back as a, as a rookie. You remember that, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember that. Can we expect another touchdown this weekend, Brandon? 
Hey, man, I'm, I'm going to try to get in the zone this week, man. I'm not going to promise anything because I hate those guys that promise stuff and they, <laughs> they don't deliver. So I'm not going to promise anything, but I know one thing. We're going to go out here and play our best. Well, I'm going to pr- promise you one thing, Brandon. You're a good sleeper this weekend against that St. Louis Rams defense. Thank you so much for joining us here on NFL Fantasy Live. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, Jason, let's toss it back to you, my man. All right, thanks a lot, Fabs. Little known fact, Brandon LaFell, Rank, and I share the same tailor. Very interesting. It's, it's a, you would think we'd have all the inside information on Brandon LaFell. You, well, yeah, wow, it's that's true. Kind of, you guys got it's, a close drop on there. Huh? We, yeah, you know, we're very close that way. <laughs> so, what do you think about his fantasy that's, value going this is why This is why he's in my league of record. That's why I picked him up. I said, oh, you, we go to the same tailor. Of course you could be on my team. <laughs> but it's the thing is everybody looks at their fantasy roster and they see Steve Smith as the incumbent. I say, no, fantasy term limits are here. He's out. LaFell is in. Yeah, it looks like the arrow definitely pointing up next to LaFell. What about Cam Newton? You heard LaFell say, look, we start out slow every year and we just pick it up. Do you could believe that they're going to continue to pick it up with Cam Newton? Well, yeah, I do. But first of all, he and I, Cam Newton, we, ha- we see the same dentist. See, see the smile? Oh. I just want to ask you. Uh, one up. But no, but no, okay, no, but no. In, in all honesty, when you look at Cam Newton, he did the same thing last year. He started to get on a roll, and once he got going, I mean, it was no stopping Cam Newton. I think he's right at that sweet spot in the season, right before the halfway mark, where he's going to start to get his thing going. 29 points, he can continue to, uh, on that momentum. All right, thanks to Brandon LaFell again for joining us. Some other guys you might need off your waiver wire right now. These are guys who are likely available in the league you play in. Harry Douglas, over 90% of leagues he is available in. Akbar, do you like him this week? I love Harry Douglas because he's in this explosive offense that is throwing the ball 70% of the time. And when you look at just by numbers, the fact that Roddy White still a little banged up, Julio Jones is out, and then all of a sudden, you know, Gonzalez is getting a lot of attention. So who does that leave? That leaves Harry Douglas, who could be the number one or number two going into this game plan. And he's a sure-handed type of receiver. If you don't know the scouting report on him, he's not going to kill you with speed. He's not going to be one of those guys. But he's a, he's a hard worker. He's good with his routes. And I think he has the ability to get open just by being physical with his routes. If you're like most of us, you need help at tight end. Adam Rank, you have a big-time sleeper. I'm going to go with Timothy Wright. Again, we're talking about my league of record, a guy I'm picking up to back up Jimmy Graham. This week, who is on a bye, and I liked what I saw against out of him against the Philadelphia Eagles. Our statsman, Bill Sidell, and I were watching that. And he said, "You know what? He looks like Kellen Winslow, senior, the the old man." Oh, <laughs> see, the good one. <laughs> okay, the, right. his dad played the yeah, NFL. I yes, but that. Timothy looked great. Mike Glennon has really trusted this guy since he started the last two games, and he's somebody when you need a tight end. There's not a lot of them out there. And, you know, you're in dire straits in, in, in most yeah, instances. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that position needs help. Because when you have Jimmy Graham, you don't really look at the tight end position until his bye week comes up, and then everybody's usually off the waiver wire. So I'm going to pick him up. Oh, I already, excuse me, I picked him up. Savvy move. He's, he's, in the, he's in the lineup. Savvy. All right, another guy out there is Jordan Reed of the Washington Redskins, who, as the weeks go by, is becoming a bigger component of that offense. Six or more targets the last couple of games. He's become the number two guy that RG3 looks to outside of Pierre Garcon. He's big. He's athletic. He fits that mold of the tight end that can make plays. He's someone, if you're looking for a tight end, you're playing plug-and-play with your tight ends like a lot of us are, you could do a lot worse than Jordan Reed, especially in a game you know the Redskins are going to have to throw the football a ton to stay in this one. Now, how about Brian Hartline? A guest on our show a couple weeks ago, Akbar. Do you like picking him up and playing him? You know, he's, st- he's still been consistently targeted by Ryan Tannehill, and we haven't seen the big numbers that everybody's looking for, but I think this week he draws the, the Buffalo Bills defense that has been really, the secondary has been really weak, and so I think this is the time where now he can get off because he's that big physical wide receiver. Yes, Wallace is still there, and you know, whatever attention he's getting, but Brian Hartline's a solid pickup right now, so I wouldn't sleep on this pick here. I know you're probably raising your eyebrows like, but Brian Hartline, 
Yeah, this is his game against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, if you didn't get your guys on the waiver wire, these are the players to go out and get right now because they're likely available. Mike Glennon is available rank in over 95% of fantasy leagues, and he helped you to wins last I week. was going to say the 5% is me because I picked him up in two <laughs> leagues. I started him, and I'm going with the fantasy double down here. I'm going to go with him against the Falcons because they've given up a lot of points to quarterbacks, especially at home. And you remember this. Geno Smith came in to Atlanta on Monday night in, in a game where I thought the Falcons were really going to clamp down on him and make him look silly, but no, it was the opposite. Geno Smith played really well. I like Glennon. I like this matchup, so I'm going back with him. All right, again, these are guys available in sometimes 90, 95, 99% of leagues. Unless you're in a league with me, yes. Mike Glennon is available. <laughs> All right, still to come, start him or sit him. We're helping you get your lineup set for Week 7 with our thoughts on a few big stars who might need to ride the pine this Sunday. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Every week you can win a million dollars by playing NFL Perfect Challenge. All you have to do is set your lineup of the players you think that will rack up the most fantasy points each week. And if you don't get the full roster correctly this week, no worries, because your roster resets and you get another chance at a cool mill next week. This is no easy task. That's a lot of opportunities to win, uh, to win big money like that. Right, yeah. What could we do Akbar's with a million get it done dollars? In the next two weeks. <laughs> exactly. We have Akbar and Adam here to help. And, guys, it's not as easy as people think, right? You can't just go all no. chalk and pick the top guys. No, you got to have at least one crazy, not super crazy, but one wild card out there. Yeah, the wild card is what makes this fun, because all of a sudden now you're hedging your bet against something that is totally different from what everybody else is thinking. Someone that's a little bit different, Jay Cutler gets a Washington defense that has been torched all season. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm looking at this matchup and I really like Jay Cutler, not only because of the matchup, but because he has been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in fantasy football over the last couple of weeks. You just saw right there, he scored at least 20 points in back-to-back games. And I like him in this Mark Trestman offense. So if you want to go somebody a little bit different, but somebody who can give you a lot of points, go with Jay Cutler. Akbar, how about Ryan Matthews? He looked great Monday night, but what about this week? Yeah, and you did say the right name. It's Ryan Matthews. Stay calm, everybody. I got a lot of flack for this name right here, but it is Ryan Matthews. Yes, I know he's had zero touchdowns in 15 straight games, but think about who he's playing. He's playing against the team that gives up the most in rushing yards. That's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have not been very good. Is that why, though? Because this one surprises me. Is it because of the matchup? Yeah, think about Foria. I mean, Foria goes out there and scores a bunch of touchdowns. He's the number one tight end. So sometimes you've got to go with the wild card pick that is totally out of – that will catch somebody off guard. And this one right here will catch you off guard. It's time for Ryan Matthews to get in the end zone. I believe he does it against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's stay with this matchup. And Justin Blackman has been huge at home against San Diego on a short week. What do we think here? Yeah, I like that he's a target machine. Like, he's the only guy that Blaine Gabbert can really go to now that Cecil Shorts has been slowed by some injuries. There's not a lot of options there for Jacksonville, so you want to get a guy who's going to be targeted a lot in a game where you figure the Jaguars are going to fall behind and have to throw a lot to try to stay in the game with the Chargers. So Blackman has established himself as a number one wide receiver, so I love this play. He's my number two guy this week. And no reason to believe he won't have a good game here. Um, Noticing a theme here. Yeah, Antonio Gates? Yeah, well, that means there's a lot of money that's going to be here (laughs) in Jacksonville. You could win a million dollars just by looking at this Jacksonville-San Diego Chargers game. And I'm looking at... Antonio Gates. I don't think there's a linebacker that can match up against uh, Antonio Gates. He's looking like he's back to his old self again. I mean, he's running nice routes, clean routes, and faster routes. So that means now all of a sudden we get Phillip Rivers who has to get rid of that ball and he's finding and looking for his guy. He's look, he, he's a wide receiver, really. And when you look at this basketball type of guy, he set the trend for tight ends. I like him to have a very big game. He could be the number one guy. Let's take a look here at the full lineup. And again, everybody, reminder, pay attention to this San Diego Jags game for perfect challenge. 
Guys, who else are you especially liking this week? I like Freddie Morris there going up against the Chicago Bears. That'd be Alfred. Alfred. Well, we're boys. You know, we'd roll around in his 91 Mods and everything. I don't want to get into that, but what I like about him is that Bears defense is banged up. They're really banged up in the middle. The defensive tackle position, the linebacker position, has been decimated by injuries there. There'll be a lot of room for him to run. Yeah, and there's a name-brand name on there that I like, and that's the 49ers defense. That's Every now and again, you shake it up with a name-brand uh, name like that, and I think 49ers will get it. I thought you were never-never-pay-full-price kind of guy. But I, I, that, that's how I am. You're that's, throwing yeah. me off here. All right, those are some <laughs> sneaky good picks for the perfect challenge. Guys, do you like homecomings? I do, yes. Because we have a big homecoming this weekend. Coming up, will the Colts spoil Peyton's homecoming party this Sunday, or will the Broncos leave another defense in its wake? Our predictions for one of the season's most compelling matchups is on the way. The NFL is reaching out to its fans to find out why they love football. Share your story, and you could win the ultimate trip to Super Bowl 48. For official rules, please go to TogetherWeMakeFootball.com. No one knows when Peyton Manning will be healthy. I knew it was an iffy situation. There's some guys that when they leave their previous team, they're done. Yeah. Peyton's not done. Well, are you trading stats for fantasy rings? Peyton Manning's homecoming on Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts soccer. What kind of night do you expect out of him? A big night, a monstrous night, a bombonical night. That's because he's playing with this big chip on his shoulder. When Israel called him out like that, that was pretty bad. I mean, all of a sudden now he's going back to the place that he built, and you're going to call him out? Well, man, this guy is going to come out here. He's going to throw about four or five touchdowns on you and, and make Demarius and Decker look like, like kings. You're absolutely right. Big-time playoff-like atmosphere in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's right. When I think of big-time playoff atmosphere in Indianapolis, I think of Peyton Manning not having a good game. Ooh, ouch. Bombonical? Bombonical, yeah. He just made up that word. Yeah. That, that, that is a definitely a made-up word, but 38-35, <laughs> lots of fantasy points. Oh, more than that. It could be 55-13, to 13 and Peyton's going to go, Ursa, you want to see another one? I'll throw to Demarius Thomas to put 60 <laughs> on the board against you. Peyton Manning versus Andrew Luck, one of the season's most compelling matchups. And that takes us to this week's burning fantasy questions. From one side of the coin to the other, here comes Andrew Luck, Rank. It's been an okay season for him, but not yep. great. What kind of night do you expect from him? I expect a huge night from Andrew Luck. He's the guy who should have a chip on his shoulder. He should be the one looking up into the crowd at the Lucas Oil Stadium and saying, look, put, put away your Peyton Manning jersey. How about putting on a, an Andy Luck jersey, the guy who's actually playing quarterback for you? Fabs, you concerned a lot about the fact that his receivers can't seem to hold on to the football? Well, I think the receivers probably heard a lot about that in the media this week, so they will be motivated. I am not worried at all. I love Andrew Luck this week. All right, another burning question. Josh Freeman going to start against the New York Giants on Monday night. Why not start out a guy when he has a great chance to succeed? The Giants may be the worst defense in the NFL. 14 touchdown passes allowed. Can you start Josh Freeman Monday? In a 2QB league, certainly. In a standard 10-team league, I, I don't think so. Well, I would say this. I would make the argument for Josh Freeman, and here's why. He's going into a situation where he's playing. He's probably going to be getting a vanilla package. Leslie Frazier's not going to throw the whole playbook at him. Give him something that he can digest, something that he's familiar with that carries over from Tampa Bay, carries over into the Minnesota Vikings. But plus, he has Adrian Peterson behind him. So there's no reason why he can't go out there and have a good game. He can use his mechanical tools, the things that got him into the NFL, and ball out. I think Josh Freeman shocks everybody and has a, you don't as a think decent game. Like 10 quarterbacks 
much better than him in but fantasy. The, the point is that he's in a great system. He has a great running back behind him. If you've got that with yeah. the vanilla package, you're not paralyzed by analysis. You can just go out there and play ball. I had to start Mike Glennon last week. I mean, this is how it comes down to in fantasy sometimes. But if you look at like if you between him and Eli Manning, I'd rather go with Josh Freeman. Absolutely. Yeah, and at not very me. least go out and pick him up because if he lights up the Giants, you're not going to get him on Tuesday when the waivers no, it's over. available. You're so done. You got to get ahead of the, this guy's throw for four thousand yards. I mean, Freeman's got that kind you, of talent. You saw him play earlier this year, right? It's a different yeah. team. He's, yeah. he's got and a chip so, on his shoulder. And sometimes you get stale at one team, and a, and a new scenery makes it good for you. All right, Cam Newton, we got into this a little bit earlier, but, Rank, do you believe he can build off that week six and be the fantasy quarterback the last couple seasons? Absolutely. I love Cam Newton going forward. I love everything he brings to the table. And, you know, you heard the interview. You know, he's going to come out and get better. He's shown it every year that he's been in the league that when, when it starts getting later in the year, he starts to put it all together. I love this play. When it comes to Michael Vick, can you really buy low on him right now, fans? What's his value at? It's, it's not at the point where I want to trade for him, that's for sure. What if Nick Foles has a great game against the Cowboys as we are predicting, as we're projecting, and then Vic is out another week, Foles plays again, plays well, the Eagles are winning. He's no lock to get this job back. I'm not trading for him. He well, can you slide so on that. I mean, if you gave up like a fourth-round a fourth round running back. I mean, one of your fourth, I mean, somebody, uh, one of your, I'm sorry, excuse me, fantasy. your fourth, I mean, I'm sorry, give me one, your, your fourth running back, somebody off the bench, you know, somebody who's a little desperate. You give him that, you get Michael Vick, and you can sit on Vick, and perhaps you get something. Yeah, but I, be, I believe Vick will be bled-sewed out of this job. Wow. Yeah, Foles is the guy you really want to make a move for, and you better do it now because another big game, and you're never going to get him. I'm trying to get him in a couple of leagues. Don't know if it's going to happen because one more week and suddenly it's Nick Foles' job. Yeah, and again, he's been impressive, and there's always been that question mark. This kid doesn't fit in Chip Kelly's offense. Actually, he does. Chip Kelly likes this kid a lot all the way back to the college days. But let's not talk about Michael Vick like he's been a bum. He's been very productive when he's been playing he out there. Been. So I mean, he's still very much the starting quarterback until he gets healthy. I get all that. He's fine, but he's just not as accurate as Nick Foles. And that's the big thing. If you saw on the deep balls to Riley Cooper and to Sean Jackson, Vick was not making those throws. But he throws. was making fantasy points. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about fantasy people. Well, and he's he, out there making it happen with his legs, and he was actually yeah, making it happen if, with if he can't do that with his legs, that's the reason he has the job. So if he can't do that, they're not going to put a limited his guy ha- out his there. His hamstrings will heal up. Give him a couple of weeks. He'll be back to normal. Get a little cross-friction massage. He'll be good. Get the foam roller out. Cross-friction massage, okay. massage, yeah. All right, and then you can do some painting with the foam roller. Yeah, break, break, break the scar tissue up. Don't let me. Don't get me started. All right, just a few That's seconds left here, so let's get into our hurry-up offense. 90 seconds on the clock. Tell me if you would start or sit these players for this week. First up, Fabs, Trent Richardson against the Broncos. Got to start him. You have to start him. Start him as an RB, too, for sure. Start him. You don't feel good about it, but you're starting him. Yeah, you don't feel good about <laughs> it, but you're starting him. <laughs> All right, Jordy Nelson against the Browns. You know what? I'm going to go no. I'm going to go sit uh, wow. Jordy Nelson. He's going up against Hayden. I just don't think that he's going to be very successful. It's not like he's got a lot of physical tools to get past him. I have Jordy Nelson in our experts league. I'm going to bench him in favor of Eric Decker and Keenan Allen. I, you have to start him. I know he's playing against Joe Hayden. Who else is Aaron Rodgers throwing the football to? But if you drafted Jordy Nelson as a flex, you have other options on your team, most likely. He's the number one target for a team that has Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. I'm starting him. Oh, I'm scared of Hayden Island. All right, Colin Kaepernick against Tennessee. Fabs, what can you do? Sit him. Uh, I don't like this. Last week we said he had a good game, right? He scored like 15 fantasy points. (laughs) That's not that good. And this is a very underrated Tennessee defense, especially on their home field. Yeah, I would bench Colin Kaepernick this week. There's better options out there. Well, you know, Colin Kaepernick is coming around. He's got a lot of good commercials, but I'll sit him. Kaepernick or Josh Freeman real fast? Kaepernick. 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 You know what? Ask ask me on Sunday morning. I'll probably say Josh Freeman. Okay, Ryan Matthews 
against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Akbar. Well, you know where I'm going with this one, Mark. <laughs> I'm going Ryan Matthews. You, gotta, you better play him. He's a nice flex option against this Jaguars defense that's given up a ton of yards. Yeah, I looked at the numbers. Jacksonville gives up way too many points to fantasy running backs. Yeah, I don't say too many good things about Ryan Matthews, but when I do, it's because he's playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Start Ryan Matthews. He can get you about 10 points. Right there. He, he won't get in the end zone because they'll take him out once they get to the 20, but he can get you 10 fantasy points. He's getting in the end zone. You and I lunch on that, okay? Yeah, lunch on that? Yeah, he's right. getting it. Shake. Shake on that. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, a no, I'm, no, I'm a man of my word. That does it for us. NFL Fantasy Live is back Friday with a full weekend preview. All the latest news you need for Week 7. 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network and again at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 Pacific. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 